When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. I've tried to do, like, self-psychoanalysis on this, and I get to uh, a point where I'm five years old, I go to visit my grandparents in Vermont, and their reaction to me. And if I look at a picture of myself as at five years old today, I see just like a normal healthy kid with maybe some chubby cheeks, right? Mm -hmm. Their reaction to me was like, oh my God, what are your parents doing to you? You have gone to crap, right? This is out of hand. We need to get this under control. And my favorite food was lasagna, which my grandpa Mm, would always make me. Yeah, and he had it cooking. As I arrived, I could smell Mm. it. And I'm there visiting them for the first time without my mom or dad in Vermont, like super excited. Their reaction is this. And then they basically were like, we're not, you can't have a second helping of lasagna. So in that day was the first time that I snuck food and it was clearing the table and eating food off their plate. At the same time, like clearing it and like... Yeah, just stuffing in a few bites because I was not allowed to, like, I reached for a second helping and got my hand patted, like, no. At five. Yeah, that's off limits. You, You eat what we tell you to do. And then the next day, they weighed me first thing in the morning, which I've never been on a scale before, and and I'm being weighed, and then it was like, okay, we're going on a one-mile walk that is for your benefit, and this did a number of things. It developed the sneaking food habit, it developed the habit of wanting to eat privately, and and the idea that people Mm. witnessing me eating was not good, and it also created a a weird barrier to me just naturally wanting to be outside and active because at five I was very active running around but when it was enforced when it was this point of like a punishment almost yeah this is we're not consulting how willing you are to do this we're not saying is there something you'd like to do outside we're saying you must go march on this it was like a mile to their mailbox and, and a mile back, and like this is not for fun. This is for because you have gotten so overweight. That really pushed the idea of physical activity into another punishment type thing, where I just didn't want to do it anymore. So it was kind of this wild confluence of new mental structures that I built, where it was like, well, I'm going to sneak food now, and I'm going to not do activities. I I grew to really dislike anything done from a point of authoritarianism. I I just was not for me. So if it's like you're going on a diet or you have to do sports or you have to study, I was not into it. Which is really bizarre because now I love nothing more than a diet I find for myself and studying something I'm interested in and finding a sport to be interested. Like I can become obsessive about these things and do them 
110% if it's my own determination. But from a point of authority, it just didn't fly. And I noticed a, a couple of things. I was never like a class clown, but we had an actor in my school and so much more attention was paid to the fact that he was an actor than any of his physical attributes, any of his other accomplishments in school. It, it was like this, this distraction, this like, here's who this person is, but like, here's this weird identity that actually has nothing to do with him, that we're all gonna focus on that. And, and there was something kind of magical about that. Like, I can't like kill people with jokes. That's just not what I do. But what if I had that too? What You're not super sexy and attractive. I'm with not gonna do pack. any, yeah. yeah. But I could create this other identity that would distract people from how fat I am and, and talking about that or poking fun at me or even wanting to talk to me about it. Cause like, I'll just hmm. show them this. What if I do this? So there was, and it got you out of school. Cause this dude would leave school for weeks at a time wow. and go hang out on sets and like, guess what's on a set? Craft services on a set. And Free food all day. And you got a trailer, like you can fill your pockets with food right. and go back to your trailer and eat it. Like it's this wonderful place. It was like- Unlimited food supply. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> and then there was also like always gonna be like some grip who had a prescription to Percocet mm. that you could like give a wink to yeah. and you know. There was a, a period in 2002, I, I, I had fallen in love with this girl when I was 16, and we were really, really good friends. She says we were best friends, and she had zero interest in me uh, romantically. You were in the friend zone. I was in the friend zone. Yeah. Fine. We became romantic in 2002, and it, there was just a, a moment where I was like, if I'm gonna make this work, if, if this really has a shot at longevity, I gotta change because she likes to do stuff like take a hike and right. spend the day at the beach and go to museums. And I can't do that. That was kind of it. It was like, how, I, want, I wanna have this relationship with her, so I must change. It was a, a bizarre kind of counterintuitive conversation that I had with her too because having it, I was scared, like, if I have this conversation, she'll know how that I'm overweight, like that I'm obese. As, as if she didn't know. As if she didn't know. It was like this thing, if I show her that this is something I want to change, not just like this masculine thing of like I'm showing weakness, it wasn't that, it was this is the hardest, this, is, this thing is so unconfrontable, I never think about it. I, I push it away, it's, it's almost become something subconscious. So if I bring it to the forefront and I say, let's address this, that's a very scary and narrow path to walk because failure, I, I, I figure life is failure at mm. that point, mm. you know? I'm a, I'm a sober guy too, so I went all in in a very, uh, in a similar fashion to achieving sobriety, which was admit that I'm powerless and turn my problem over to somebody else and go like, I am incapable of figuring this out right now. Uh -huh. I'm gonna do exactly what you say until we get to the point that I can take over. Mm. And she was like, great, here's what you're gonna do. Went and found a guy who has a liquid diet. You can do it for up to two months. Why don't you do that? You don't have to do it for two months. You can do it for one month. You can do it for two. 
Let's see how this goes. And I crushed that. Two months liquid diet. 80 pounds. Wow. Two months. I am so excited for you to finish the rest of your day strong. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description and it'll take you to the full episode of my other show, The School of Greatness. Make sure to come back tomorrow for another episode of The Daily Motivation Show.